Today on the show, we're going to give you the top five reasons to give your book away for free. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Christian Indie Writers Podcast, where we inform, encourage, and support Christian indie writers on their journey toward publication. I'm Jennifer Carl Tong, and I write historical Christian romance. I'm Christina Katane, and I write Christian fantasy. And we are down two hosts, as you, if you are a fan here, oh, someone must be here to hear my dogs going crazy upstairs. (laughs) Maybe they want to host. Maybe. I need a door for my office. I have this little itty-bitty office, which I'm fine with. I, I don't mind the size, but we haven't installed a door yet. So I, my poor girls, I just went upstairs and told my oldest, listen, if the dogs start barking, they have to go in the cage, <laughs> go in their crates. Um, anyway, back to this. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> I forgot where I was. Two hosts. Oh, yeah, we're down two hosts. You might have noticed if you're a fan of ours and you've been with us over the last several years that we've been doing this, you will notice that usually there's four of us. Um, Our friend Jamie is taking a little leave of absence to take care of some things personally. And our friends, our friend Rhonda is still on a medical leave. uh, So we appreciate your prayers in that area. But we still have our chat here every week and we are so grateful for them. Piper's here. Hey, all she says. Catherine is here as well. Hi, Catherine. She's saying good morning. Jess, we haven't seen you in a bit, Jess. Good morning, Jess. She's here as well. If you are tuning in for the first time and you're a little bit like, I don't think I'm going to chat. No, put your name in the chat. Let us know that you're here. We have a really great community of Christian writers that show up every Friday, uh, are part of our Facebook group. If you're not part of our Facebook group, the link is in the show notes. You want to be in there because we've got some really great people in there. If you are listening to this as a podcast later, we appreciate you as well. Uh, Please like and subscribe wherever you do listen to us. And, um, Come on over on a Friday and join us over here on YouTube because, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. We try to have fun. Shenanigans shall prevail. Yeah. The what shall prevail? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. I thought you said mannequin. I got to turn my volume up. I could not hear that. Well, I don't enunciate sometimes either. (laughs) Well, and I just turned 50 this month. So, you know, everything's falling apart. I have to be really careful when I talk about my husband's job. Okay. (laughs) Oh, S H I P T. You really have to enunciate that P. <laughs> oh, only you, Tina. <laughs> Your husband uh, works for who? Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's a little of both. All right, moving on. Our first part of our every episode is our what's up. This is where we check in with each other with um and with our chat to see what has been going on with us since we met last. So, Tina, tell us what's up with you. Well, it is allergy season in Michigan. I'm yes, not it sure is. when that stops. Like there might be a week in December. <laughs> <laughs> so Honest- if, if you're wondering why I'm crying, I am not crying. My eyes are itching and they're watering Aww. and uh, it's terrible. I probably look like I have red eyeliner on because <laughs> I keep scratching my eye, like right along the rim of my eyelid. Plus, um, it's it's different al- it's different allergens at different times of the year. Like right. I was just realizing that I have not taken headache medicine. It's been a while because 
I've not had any, I must be my allergies. I've not had any symptoms, but your, yours are getting worse. So whatever's out there right now, I'm not affected well, the by. Pollen but, is like, I went to oh, the pollen. store and the pollen was like all in a pile in the corner where the wind had blown it by the oh. door at the grocery store. Oh, wow. It was like, oh, yep. And then mm. like, I don't know if that smoke from Canada is affecting us at all. Oh, or yeah. Anything like that. But anyway, I've been extremely, extremely unproductive in my writing career this week. Mm. Um, so I thought my da- granddaughter graduated from kindergarten yesterday. I saw so that. That was exciting. She was so cute. She was waving like the whole time she was waving. <laughs> and then she went up to get her diploma and she waved at the lady who was trying to get <laughs> the person behind me goes, she's practicing for stardom. And I was like, yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's so it sweet. It was really cute. No. And so I thought, well, what I thought I would share today as I was making my breakfast, I was thinking about this. Have you ever heard that Scottish sounding lady on TikTok who goes, what's the life hack that you randomly heard one day that has subconscious like changed what you do in your life? Like, I don't know. What's the words? I have them right here. What's what show me the life hack that you randomly saw one day that is now an unconscious standard practice in your life. Okay. So my husband is very strange. He's an Italian man who prefers ragu over homemade sauce and hates spaghetti Ugh. noodles. What? Okay. Yeah. What he, does he do instead of spaghetti noodles? Other other forms any of kind pasta? of noodle. Okay, but not spaghetti. Care, but not spaghetti. Gotcha. He had it so much as a child that he's mm. just like over it, I guess. Anyway, okay. he complains that homemade oatmeal doesn't taste as good as the flavored packets because they're loaded with sugar. I mean. So if I like you, both, but and even if you add sugar to oatmeal while you're cooking, it doesn't taste the same. So here's the random life hack that's going to change your life if, if this is you: mash a banana in a bowl, mm-hmm. mix the oats into the banana, then add your milk or water or whatever and microwave it. Oh, that sounds delicious. I have peanut butter jelly oatmeal, so I add peanut butter powder, flaxseed. Chia seed, cinnamon, mm. and a cup of frozen mixed berries. <laughs> so I've been keto for several years, so I've not had oatmeal for a long time. I love, love oatmeal, um, but I haven't had it for a long time. And I make other things, like I use chia seeds and flax and to make a, like a fake oatmeal. It's, it tastes more like cream of wheat, which we cocoa wheat growing up. Oh man, that was my jam. I love it. I liked so much. cream of wheat. I liked it just plain when cooked with milk. I'm just, just a strange person. But I have a new friend, a, a newish friend, but um, she has a ton of allergies. And one of them is oatmeal. I never even thought about that oatmeal could be an allergen. And I remember that wasn't that long ago that I actually had some oatmeal and I didn't feel well afterwards. And I wondered, like, for, of course, I think, you know, oh, it's because I haven't had them in a while. And, but I wonder if, like, with fl- just like with flour, if maybe, like, it's one of those things I can't eat. I don't know. I've never been oh, tested yeah. for anything. Yeah. So, but speaking of like allergies and stuff, Catherine says, Tina, try Highland's seasonal allergy. It's a homopathic remedy. Okay. I have to, I'm right. willing to try anything at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Piper says, I'd say you'd have to enjoy bananas in order to enjoy that, Tina. Do you not like you, bananas, you would, Piper? It, we would think <gasps> that, but like the banana disappears. Like, to me, the banana flavor disappears. Because mm, you put a lot of other things in it. If you add, like I put like two heaping tablespoons of the peanut butter powder mm-hmm. in there because I really like the flavor of peanut butter. And if you can't do that with real peanut butter, pe- real peanut butter has like 17 grams of fat per serving. Mm-hmm. 
and um, peanut butter powder has two grams of fat per two tablespoons. And I just found one that doesn't have any sugar in it. Like that PB3 yeah. stuff is loaded with other I think stuff. It's PB2, but, but yeah. Either one of like, yeah. Um, I found another, and I, I can share that later. I found another company and I ordered it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have anything in it but peanuts. Like it is like it, none of the other crap that this stuff has. So, oh, Piper says that she loves bananas, but her daughter cannot stand it and she can ferret out that taste in that meat. I guess if you have an aversion for something, you can taste yeah, it. Yeah, well, um, try, maybe try white sweet potatoes. Oh, I didn't know there was such a I don't a know thing. if you've ever had a Japanese or a white sweet potato. They taste like vanilla cake. What? Like it's a hack for like vanilla frosting. You really? can just take a Japanese sweet potato and some vanilla to it and whip it mm. up and it tastes like froth. I'm sure there's a couple other things in there, mm-hmm. um, but it tastes just like cream cheese frosting. Well, this friend of mine, um, she went for a long time trying to figure out what was wrong with her. And so she tried all these different healthy ways of eating and just kept getting sicker and sicker. Now, think about it. You could go vegan. And if you're still eating oats and certain beans and all these things that she's allergic to, you're just going to always be sick, right? Yeah. Well, um, I make this cake that she can eat. It's a gluten-free cake. But I went the frosting. I went old school like my grandma used to. Shortening. Shortening and sugar. And cocoa powder mm-hmm. and can make the best chocolate froth. Now, is it healthy? Nope. But no. if you have allergies, not many people are allergic to Crisco. Like, that's kind of like a sad thing, right? Like, yeah. we're allergic to healthy things, but not Crisco. Well, you know, like, I'm plant-based. So, I always, people say, well, you're vegan. I'm like, no, not really. Because a vegan would eat everything I'll eat, but I wouldn't eat everything a vegan eats. Because, like, Oreos are vegan. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. So there's a lot of processed vegan food right. that is technically vegan, but I, I'm mm-hmm. whole foods, so I don't eat processed. Is Crisco, that's vegetable based, right? It is, but it's but highly, it's highly high, processed yeah. and it's like way up on the chart of calorie density. Like it's right. up at the top. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Catherine. Catherine says now she wants frosting. Me too. We were ta- What were we talking about earlier before we even went live? And I'm like, oh, oh I was man. talking about, I was going to make teeny weenies out of carrots. Oh, and barbecue. And a pair of barbecue baked beans. Now I want barbecue. Like I want to yeah. go, like I can make barbecue. No, I want to go somewhere. Because there's has a barbecue, barbecue place opening down the same street. Like that's two minutes from my house. Like you could walk there in 10 minutes. A new barbecue place is opening mm. and a Chick-fil-A this summer. And I don't eat meat. I, I don't eat so, meat, not because I don't love it. That's don't worry. Problem. Don't worry, Tina. I will eat enough meat for the both of us. I might have to break my diet just to have, you know, at least have Chick-fil-A once. <laughs> oh, I do it for health reasons. Like I know there's a lot of people out there who do it for other reasons, mm-hmm. but mine is for because of I have chronic disease, but. There's a barbecue chain place called Dickie's that is so good. And we used to have one in Sterling Heights, I think it was. And I think they closed down. There's some other ones, but they're not close to here. But a newish place opened in Flint and then they opened one in Lapeer. It's called Mods. Man, is it good. Uh, Jess says, BBQ, this Texas girl looks up smiling like a Cheshire. You know, it's, I would never think, cause my family's all from Missouri and Kansas city. And, and I would never think like, Oh, Michigan barbecue, but we have some really good barbecue places. And I know that it's not just me because um, we've had people move in to state from other places and they're like, 
like there's a place in Clarkson that's really good. This mods is really good. There's a but, place in Fenton yeah. that used to be in a gas station and they were so good. They had to move to like an actual restaurant. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I love this story. place that's opening right down the street called shakes. Barbecue is Texas barbecue. Mm-hmm. It, they advertise as Texas style barbecue. You mean scratch? Scratch. Yeah. Scratch. I don't know why I keep calling them everything, but they're actual. <laughs> I do the same thing to my children. So <laughs> same. same. Now my grandchildren, like I, it's Eliana and Athena. Like oh. those names are so close. Right. Anyway. So when we, um, so my daughters are Joelle, Chloe, and Phoebe. And we had Joelle first. Uh, you know, I have stepchildren too, but we had Joelle first. And we had her for three and a half years before we had my second daughter. And her name is Chloe. My husband was constantly calling her Chloe L by accident. Like I said, when she's a newborn, right? That's great. <laughs> it was so funny. So every so often we'll just call her Chloe L just to be funny. But I constantly, for some reason, Chloe and Phoebe, their names aren't even close. Joey and Chloe are close. I never get those two. But I, I And I will look at one and I will think to myself, Phoebe, and Chloe's name comes out. Or vice versa. Like it is, I think it's like I psyched myself out at this point with it. When My I get poor kids. frustrated, I go down the list. And I used to not feel bad about Chloe because she constantly called me Dada. Oh <laughs> and she wasn't little. Like you know, she was like nine or ten. <laughs> I just researched that because my daughter was like her daughter is gonna be is just turned seven months. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is she ever gonna say mama? And I did some research. So when a baby is born, they are um, psychologically one with their mother. Like mm-hmm. they don't have their own identity or sense of self. Mm-hmm. And that's why they say dada first because dada is separate from them. I thought and that the, mama, the, the sound was also easier. It, it is easier, but like mama is like themselves. Mm, interesting. I thought that was really interesting. That is. Really and anyway, cool. when I get frustrated, I go down the list: Amber, Michael, James, Chris, Sasha, and Oreo, which is the dog and cat that have been dead for ten years. <laughs> they still make the list. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, my poor son, my youngest stepson, um, I he get called Toby all the time, and that's our dog. <laughs> one oh, of no. one of our many dogs. Poor guy. So I haven't done my what's up yet. Sorry. So yeah, we just got chatting and forgot so. what we were doing. Were you done with your what's up? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that's probably enough. <laughs> so as soon as we're done with this podcast, I am hitting the road and we are headed to Indianapolis. The Nazarene church um, has their every four years. We have general assembly. It's an international event, people from all over the world. And I've been seeing on social media, people like posting like in, in, the Nazarene church reposting at uh, like people from, you know, Zimbabwe and uh, China, like all over the place, people are coming in for this and it's kind of exciting, but my youngest daughter qualified to compete in world quiz. There'll be 1400 children from across the world coming in and um, competing for Bible quizzing. And so it's super exciting. I like, we did this, Joelle did this uh, when she was uh, Phoebe's age. And so, And this is the last year. I mean, Phoebe's in sixth grade going into seventh. And this is her last year to do kids Bible quizzing. And yeah, so we have a great weekend plan. My daughter is going to and the baby and her husband are staying home. I thought her husband was going. No, he he has PTSD pretty badly and he doesn't Mm -hmm. do well with large crowds. Mm. So he started getting anxious last weekend. Mm. So she's standing in for him and um, to pray for him because he's staying home with the baby. That's awesome. 
Um, thanks, Jess. Jess says, Wallace, an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, we're yeah. really proud of her. Um, Piper says about her kids, she's like, I call mine, hey, you. <laughs> that would solve the problem. <laughs> I always go, whatever your name is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I used to, like I said, I used to not feel bad because Chloe, uh, Chloe would call me dad all the time. And she, like I said, she wasn't little. She was, you know, but she doesn't do that anymore. So I got to, I got to break the habit. If she broke the habit, I need to. So, well, good luck with that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> We'll see. I know the older I get, the more senile I get. So it's just mine are grown and out of the house, and now I do it to their children. So I don't. (laughs) (laughs) And no kid, no kid really understands it until they have their own kids. So I don't know what it is. It's weird. So, all right. Well, today we are talking. Let's get into the topic. Um, Enough of us just gabbing away, though. We could probably do a whole hour of that. Um, Today we get talking about this. This topic came up. In our Facebook group. Again, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, you're going to want to. um, Wait, hold on. We got to stop. We got to stop this. Catherine Carroll says, what's up? I found out the other day that I got a book, Bob. That is huge. Congratulations, Catherine. That is awesome. That is incredible. Kudos for you. You're going to have to come back and let us know how how that went because that's very exciting. So, yeah, that is exciting. Okay, so I'd, I'd be interested in to know is she giving it away for free? Oh, uh, ah, yes. Let's find out, Catherine. Is this like a ninety-nine cent deal or is it a freebie deal? Okay, so in our Facebook group, uh, our dear friend uh, Maria posted about giving away for her book for free. She was kind of hesitant about doing it. And so I commented and then I got busy with life. Um, Of course, I think y'all know how I feel about this, but we thought we would have a whole conversation about why we think you should, the reasons that you should. And so we came up with our top five and this is what we're talking about today. Top five reasons to give your book away for free. Yeah. Don't panic. Don't panic. There's, these are good reasons and like, ultimately it's going to make you more money. This is what, and this is what we have found ourselves. So number one, as a lead magnet, Tina, what is a lead magnet? A lead magnet is draw people in, you know, like a Mm -hmm. magnet will draw in metal shavings um, and get them to sign up for your newsletter so they can get something for free. All right. And in our case, it would be our books. Yes. Most of the time. So when I first started uh, writing before I was published and I came, you know, long story short, book one was originally going to be our book one didn't exist. But then I'm like, I'll just write it as a novella and I'll give it away for free. Well, it ended up being it is shorter than my other books, but it's definitely like novel length. And so I just labeled it as book one. Um, I thought I'll just give it away for free. Well, I sell it and I give it away for free. And um by doing that, I have a newsletter, like, I don't know, I've not been really good about my newsletter lately, but I have over a thousand subscribers without having to pay, like really without much effort because I was giving away a book. Now, what I do, what I did, I'm in Kindle Limited right now, um, that experiment. We need to have a whole nother episode about my Kindle Limited Well, let's um, put that on the idea list because yeah. we're always like, what are we going to talk about? Right, exactly. All right. So um, I made it I, for sale everywhere. And then I had it as my newsletter sign up. So the reason why I did that was some people don't want to sign up for your newsletter. They'll go buy it. Some people want, um, 
to see that there's value. So by putting it for sale and they can see they can get it for free, like, oh, I'm saving this much money by signing up for a newsletter. Well, then when book two came out, I left it out for a little while, didn't give it away for free at first, except for, uh, we're going to get to the, there's, I did not give it away for free as a newsletter sign up at first. But then what I did was I changed my newsletter signups. I had my first book, I made it, I'm getting too far ahead. You know, I'm going to save this to the very end and discuss this whole process. So newsletter subscribers are worth more than the sale of one, of one book because you can sell them a ton of other books. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, let's say that you're selling your book for two ninety nine, mm-hmm. and even if you get 70% of that, is a, is what's worth more a dollar or a person that's going to follow you and hear about all your books and possibly go out and buy them as you write more and more books. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, Oh, another book, another book, another book. And that's money in the bank. Right. Agreed. Um, Catherine says she's putting her book bub is for 99 cents. So, okay. okay. All right. So you're our, our, so our number five, I should have started this way. Our number five reason to give away your book is for a lead magnet for your newsletter. Number four is for promotions. Yeah. What do we mean by that, Tina? Well, exactly what she was talking about was she got a book bub. Mm-hmm. Um, there's free booksy. There's fussy librarian, faithful reads. It's basically a paid newsletter promo. We have episodes about this. You can go back yeah, and search for that. Search that on our on our YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, where you put your book in there, you pay a fee. You put your book in there. It's in there for a specific day or maybe one, two, or three days, depending on the newsletter. It's usually one day, and then people who are looking for books in your genre will get the newsletter, see that it's free, and hopefully download it. Mm-hmm. And that has, for me, resulted in um, read-through sales quite a bit by doing the paid newsletters. Right. And we utilize those, those with our whole book launch um, plan, the way that we do book launches. And so you can also f- go find other episodes where we talk about that, about book yeah. launches. We don't want to go too down too deep of the rabbit hole on that. But all right. The other thing with promotions, too, is Amazon countdown deals, which I have never done before. So, Tina, explain to us what this is. Amazon, if you're in Amazon Kindle Unlimited, Mm -hmm. you have to be in Kindle Unlimited, not just Kindle. You can go into your um, bookshelf on KDP and you can um, click the promote and advertise button. And you can, there's two choices. You can do a 99 cent deal for five days, or you can do a free Mm -hmm. for five days. So in December of 2022, I put book one free for five days just before mm-hmm. Christmas and then forgot that I did it. <laughs> That's the it best. Was, was, like I didn't even like get on my Facebook and go, Hey guys, mm-hmm. my book is free for five days. No, nothing. I forgot completely about it. Beginning of January, somebody was talking about how many books they sold in December. My December had been so crazy busy. Mm-hmm. I had a grand, ba- ba- grand spanking new granddaughter. So mm-hmm. like I was completely like checked out of the book world. Yeah. I, so I decided to go on KDP and just, and see what my sales were. And they were, it was in the hundreds on the, during those five days. Wow. I was like, what happened? Like, <laughs> then I remembered I put my, I put bullet one on for free. So you're talking about in the hundreds, meaning not just the book that was for free. This is like read through, 
right? For the well, that for those five days, they were the book that I had put free. Okay, gotcha. With okay. a few of book twos. Some okay. people were downloading book two too if they had Kindle Unlimited. So over the next several months, I saw the the basically the effects of that uh, up and through like March. That's awesome. Because I was getting like um, book one, um, read um, KNP, which is the the page reads, mm-hmm. and I was getting book two. People were downloading book two and reading on there. So page reads for book one and book two plus just actual sales mm-hmm. um, all the way through March. So then in April, I decided to do another one because you can do one per per quarter. So it's three okay. months. I decided to do book one for 99 cents. Okay. And see what happened. Again, I just, just decided for continuity and scientific method that I was not going to, you know, announce it anywhere. I wasn't going to tell anybody. I was just going to act like I forgot. Okay. Because I wanted to compare. Right. So I had a bump. I did have a bump. It wasn't as big as the free one in December, just before Christmas. Okay. Um, but it was a significant bump that like trickled down over the next several months. So last week I put book two for free for five days. And then I had an even more significant bump than I had in April. Was it March or April? Somewhere in there. It was like mm-hmm. three months ago. Um, and, and which actually it was funny because I made quite a few sales of book one during awesome. that five days because I had put book two for free. So that was interesting. And now um, you can do it one time during the period for each book. So now, right now, I probably shouldn't say anything because I'm messing up my scientific method. But book one is free right now for five days. So so did you, so in what you uh, discovered, the bottom line, did you find that you got more sales off making the first one free or was it pretty comparable? 99 cents I think free? making that first one free was my biggest that's always in and my it was too. right before Christmas, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that that also affected that. But um, we'll see what happens with this. This been six months mm-hmm. since I put book one free, so we'll see what happens during this five days. Awesome. So, Jess says, "Is there a resource? Is there a resource in Facebook for places to promote your book? Some of those Tina listed off, I haven't heard of." So I do have a resource. I thought it was in our group, but now that I think about it, it might have been in, we had this other little group with just a few of us in it before. I think I might have put it in there. Um, so I will go look after the episode and see where it is. If it's not in our Facebook group, I will put it in our Facebook group. Um, if it is, then I will tag you in it, Jess. Um, and you can but- also search David Gogren. He has an awesome mm-hmm. post on his, in his website right. that lists them all out and what what kind of like promos they're good for mm-hmm. and what they cost. It's very comprehensive. Yeah. So his is more yeah. comprehensive than mine. What mine is, is my own experience. So I, I list them out and then I tell you what my experiences were uh, with my genre in each one of those. So yes. Yeah. I can do that. So, okay. You guys, I'm really sorry. I should have probably restarted my computer. I'm having major computer problems today um, with my mouse and my keyboard, but they both have brand new batteries in them. So, okay. So that was number four. Number three, subscription services. Subscription services. Yeah, this is like book funnel and story origin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've used both of these. 
and this is where you can like find people who want to do newsletter swaps. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the things you could do, but you can also use it to funnel your book to people who want, you want to give a free book to. So if you were offering your book for free as a lead magnet or in your newsletter, you could use book funnel to do that also. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've had ads. So Mm-hmm. I've had really good experience with that, with doing, um, I've done both book funnel and story origin. Um, I, when I did story origin when it was free, um, and, and I liked it. Uh, and there are th- features that I liked about it better than book funnel, but then there are also features I liked better about book funnel than story origin. So what I, I, when story origin started ne- like charging, I already already paid for a year book funnel. So I declined. I did not do that. And book funnel has a making improvements too, but I also use it for, um, I use book funnel for, um, what we're going to talk about next. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, why I didn't mention that because I knew we were okay. talking about it next. All right. So we're going to, so I like what Catherine said. Okay. Every time I put any book free, no matter what number in the series, I get lots of sales and page reads for all the others. Interesting. And the book bub is for book seven. That is super interesting. Now I've not tried that because I have always been told and heard from the, you know, the experts in the field that you need to do book one. I've never tried any of the other books, but in my mind, I always kind of thought, well, if I put book two at discount, someone's going to go and see that it's book two and want to go back and book, read book one right. before. Cause that's Especially how I am. It's available on KU and they have yeah. KU. That's, e- that's an easy sale. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And right. also she has, at least seven books because this right. is book seven. So, and I only have three, two books out, almost three. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like my results would be much better if I had more books. Catherine, I'm super excited to find out how this book bub goes for you. Um, message us what the date, is, or you can put it in here if you if you don't mind sharing, but I'm just interested about following that because since it's not book one, that's even more interesting to me. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so our number two reason that you would want to give your book away for free is for reviews. Yes, and there are a couple different kinds of reviews we want to talk about. First of all, book launch, uh, and this is where the conversation started with our friend Joe. Was that she um, was getting ready to launch a book and didn't know if she should give books away for free to advanced readers? And here's my take, and I know she knows this already, but my take is advanced readers equal instant reviews equal more sales. So when somebody comes across a brand new book that's released, they're going to like look at the cover and then they're going to read the um, blurb. And if they're still on the fence, the next thing they're going to do is look for reviews. If there are zero reviews, there are a lot of people that are just going to keep shopping because there's just a ton of books out there. Right. But if there even are a handful of reviews, if there's even five reviews and they're all positive and the people are talking like, about like specifically about the book, not like this is a great book. You should read it because that just seems fake. But if there are your chances of getting the sales are increased exponentially. Like it is just, a, it's, it's a huge difference. Worth far more than the 99 cents or dollar or 30 cents or whatever, depending on how you've priced your book that you're going to make. And one of the things that she questioned was, yes, but these are my fans that will go buy the book no matter what. So she felt like she was losing those sales. And I understand that. Some of those fans will still go buy the book for you. Yeah. What when I um do what I do is I give it to them for free, and then they they know they have to give me a review, and then I also send out a letter like saying, um, 
if you want to support me, uh, thank you so much. The book is yours for free. Thank you for your review. If you really want to support me, it's only for a few bucks to, to buy my book. If you'd be willing to do that, um, then your review will show up as a verified purchase. You don't have to. There's no obligation, but I would appreciate it. And I had some that did that went ahead and did that. And some people do that and they mark it down to 99 cents just for that first day or two. Mm -hmm. So those people that they said that to can go and buy it for that cheap For cheap. Agreed. Um, But be careful because if you're doing, if you have um, pre-order, if you do pre-order and you do, you mark it down 99 cents for those days, everybody that pre-ordered gets it for 99 cents. So So yeah, you have to do your research and you have to decide what's going to work for you. So, right. So again, I'm leaving for Indianapolis here as soon as we're done with the podcast. But when I have a minute, I'm going to upload letters, the copies of letters that I sent out to my, um, my fans. There's a letter that I send out saying like that I sent out that says, Hey, if you're interested, you know, and I think I did a Google form for them to sign up. And then I sent another letter out thanking them. So I have, I have a series of letters that I can share with you guys to, so you guys to help you, um, launch with, um, advanced readers if you would like. Um, okay. So other reviews. So it's not just with book launch. If you didn't do this with your book launch, don't worry. Cause there's other ways of getting reviews. Uh, Tina mentioned story origin. That's probably mm-hmm. one of the best places I think to go to get reviews. You yeah. can upload your book to story origin and you can offer it for reviews. Now here's why I think that their system is great is because when people can request um, to review your book and you can go and you can see their past history. If somebody has like never given a review, you do not have to accept them. You can go back and, and see like, okay, they accepted this many copies, but they've not given reviews. Then don't mess with them. If they've only done a 50% of their reviews, that's up to you. Like there are, when they first started, nobody had any sort of records. So I like gave out my book, but then when it came for time for my next book, I was very selective with who I allowed to um, get free copies right. of the book. I was very selective. Now there's more of a history there. Yeah. And the thing that I like about them is um, they will send out the reminder that says, Hey, you accepted this book, but you haven't reviewed it yet. They do all the work for and you. So you don't have to be the one pestering them. Right. Because story origin will do it for you. I and really if you're like a- that idea. I, if you're a reader, I think that it's free for you to join Story Origin and be able to do this. So if you're a reader just kind of happening across our podcast, um, go take a look at it because you can yeah. like, you know, just make sure you're going to willing to do the reviews. So, but we do want to give you a little bit of a warning here, though, too. Um, be wary because not all review sites are the same. There are some that, first of all, are kind of are kind of shady. I'm trying, I don't want to call any of them out because I don't want to get sued, but there's one in particular. And if you are spending any time on any writing or author Facebook groups, you're going to know this, but there is one out there that the people that are their reviewers are like relentless and and, like, they are just hard. Like they'll read your book and then they're not going to give you a good review. Overall, that's like the feel that most writers get. It's people that like want to show how intelligent they are and how not intelligent the writer is. And so again, do your research and choose this website. I honestly, I have only used story origin and that was not my number one way to get reviews anyway. So, yeah. I would so. say talk to other authors and see what they've used and what their experience mm-hmm. was. And then you'll be able to be more informed about um, how well each site works. Right. 
Uh, Catherine says it, her book bubble will be June 17th. So she's going to post results in the Facebook group. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And Jess says it's a neat function like doing an interview. I don't what's like doing an interview. I guess I don't. Do you understand that, Tina? No. Okay. So it's not just me. All right. Can you clarify, Jess? I'd appreciate that. Yeah. All right. As we move on to the number one reason, and I put it as number one because it's my number one. <laughs> the number one reason to give your book away for free. It's my favorite and it is FFIS free first in series. Now for years before I was in Kindle Unlimited, my first book was free first in series. And then, so I started, I started to get into this earlier and I had to stop. So here we are back to the point of what I started to say earlier. Um, oh, Jess said deciding on who to allow to review on a story or oh, okay. like sense. interviewing them. Okay. Like where our brains had moved on yeah. from that we're, point. Sorry, we we're just sure what she was talking about. Was it you? It was us. I'm 54 sure. years old. Sorry. Yeah. We have lots of excuses. Geriatric. Um, okay. So book one was free for years. And then book two was not free. However, at the end of book one, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, you'd get book two for free. So I was technically giving away two books for free. But if you go to my, my page, I have hundreds of reviews on book one. I have less than a hundred on the others. Hundreds on book one. Now, are there people out there with thousands? Yes. Absolutely. I'm still new in my career. I yeah. I only have, you know, three books out right now. That's that's very new in my in your career. But I have hundreds. And it's only reason I have those is because I made my first one free. And the first week that I did that, all of a sudden, down thousands of downloads. When you make your book first book free, Amazon instantly gives you a boost. And all of a sudden I had readers that were reading my book that I never had before. And right now I started getting sales and right now I am still getting, I, I've like kind of basically shut down my Amazon advertising. Cause it was like, I, I, that's a whole nother experience that maybe someday I'll share, but, um, I still make money every single month just because, well, now I'm in Kindle limited, but I, because of read through. So long story short, I'm going to kind of, um, backtrack a little bit on my uh, Kindle Limited. I'm going to take book one, I believe, out of Kindle Limited, put it back elsewhere just so that I can bring it down to zero, make it, bring it back to free, and then have my first in series free again, and then the rest of my books in Kindle Unlimited. And we're going to try that for a little while. But I'm telling you, I thought, yeah, this is just a process. I'll just try it. No, it was so successful for me to make that first book free that um, every series I have from here on out, on out is good. The first book is going to be free. Not, not the beginning. When it's the first book released and there's no other books, it's going to be for sale because I'm not yeah. expecting anything. But once I get some books in that series out, then it's going to get dropped down to free. And that's what we're going to do. Once I get this third book published, it's going to be the last one in that series. <clears throat> the trilogy. I'm definitely going to think about taking book one out of KU and putting it wide and putting it for free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate that we have to go wide in order to make it free because I feel like that, that, that might tease some readers that only read on, yeah. um, like Nook. And I met someone a couple weeks ago at that retreat I went on. She's like, oh, I really only read Nook. And I was like, really? <laughs> but they're out there. Like, seriously, there yeah. are people that don't like Amazon. So, Unfortunately, I got an email from a fan 
it was like I read your book on this platform and you just t- I can't read book two because you just took it out and I refused to use Amazon. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, like your your purchase was the only purchase I had for the entire year. Yeah. And it's not worth it to me. Like I business as a business decision, I can't um, make it based on one sale. Yep. She can always buy the paperback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Barnes and Noble or right because you know. I do have that in uh, me too. What's a call so, it? So, anyways, there's our top five reasons to give your book away for free. I know it's things that we've talked about before, um, and I know it can be tough if you're, especially if you're just starting out and you're you think you're only going to get a handful of sales. The thing you need to understand is that your book launch is this big on the timeline of your book sales. In yeah. traditional publishing. It's the book launch is so much more important than it is in indie and hybrid publishing, because when you are with a traditional publisher and they're releasing books all the time, they give you 30 days for them to help push. I don't know how much pushing they do anymore, but that's that's approximately how much they give. And so that launch period is very important to them because that's when the majority of the sales are going to happen. And And if you don't do well, they're not going to take the next book. Possibly. Yeah. And so um, with. Indie publishing and hybrid publishing, you have the lifetime of that book to sell sell it. And I and I can attest to this. It's fun to like have a decent launch and make some, you know, decent money that first month. But if I compare that to all the months after that, like the long haul, I make so much more in the long haul and I'm not even done yet. I'm not yeah. dead yet. Right. So I have the the lifetime of this book to make money. So yeah. it really giving those books away for free and getting those reviews is so much more important than making a couple dollars right now. Mm-hmm. So and if like I'm in the I'm in the 20 books um Facebook pay group mm-hmm. and people will post their um what they made for the month on their, like the screenshot of their KDP, what they made for each month in there at a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And the higher numbers always have way higher numbers of books written. Yes. You never see somebody that has three books who is making like thousands of dollars every month. True. And so. You, Which means why don't we have these last two books done, Tina? Right, why so have I not put my Iteration, iteration, iteration. I have it <laughs> written behind me on my board, but can I do it? Apparently not. But mine's like, done. I just need to do the cover and these get it going. People that are that are mid listers who suddenly go big often mm-hmm. have like twenty five books behind them, mm-hmm. and then they have one book that hits, and then all of a sudden, these people that really love that one book that's yep. book twenty six want to go back and read everything they've written. That's going to be us. So the yep. the hope is that you know just keep writing the books and the and let it happen yep. naturally. Agreed much more sustainable anyway it really is that's what i keep thinking like when i get frustrated about like how like my life has just been crazy lately and i'm not got producing what i want to produce i just keep thinking that like i've got my lifetime i've got the lifetime of these books to do this so all right awesome well it is time for us to move on to the next stage next set of our episode and that's the um feeding of the backs one of our favorite times of the episode where we before we start podcasting we sit for 15 minutes and we write on the same prompt and then we share it here on this episode live unedited no time to even think about it again and then so we're only going to be giving each other positive feedback because it's not been edited if you want to see what real critique looks like we do have an episode where we critique some um i should did we do all three of us i think we did all three of us 
I don't I think even remember. I think there's three episodes. So you can go see how we do actual critiquing. But this is just for fun. So, Tina, I'm going to have you go first. Tell us what the prompt was and share with us what you wrote. The prompt was a sentence in quotes. So you're supposed to use that sentence in quotes, which I did not do. Oh. Um, but it was the ex- external scars tell only part of the story. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about somebody said I should write my story this past week like a memoir kind of narrative thing. And I've been thinking about that all week. And then um, this prompt kind of brought that out. So here we go. (laughs) The world changed overnight. The reds, yellows, and browns of autumn transformed into a world defined in grayscale. The bright white of the snow, the leaf bare trees appearing black against it. The mountains white on top with graduated shades of gray becoming black at the base. Even the colors of the houses in the neighborhood seemed muted. Mm-hmm. I walked along the rim of the raised stone flower bed that bordered the walk alongside our garage. It was just wide enough that my puffy winter boots fit. Mm-hmm. I held my arms out to balance myself, only wobbling occasionally. My five-year-old body responded with strength and confidence as I made the second circuit, then a third, and a fourth. As I carefully moved around the post at the end, holding up the garage eve, I noticed a shock of orange against the bright white. It was another little girl with hair the color of carrots. Hmm. She turned up our driveway and marched toward me with confidence. My young mind couldn't name the emotions that filled me in that moment, but looking back now, I think I recognize some of them. Excitement at the possibility of a friend in a new neighborhood. Fear. What if she decides she doesn't like me longing that I could have such confidence to just walk up to a stranger without a thought. Want a spicy gumdrop? She asked. I got a whole (laughs) bag in my pocket. She whispered the last part as if the silence of the winter white world would suddenly give way to shouting her secret. (laughs) Sure. I replied. I didn't particularly like gumdrops and I wasn't sure I'd ever had spicy ones, but the possibility of making a friend required adaptation and compliance both of which I was very good at, even at five years old. Christy and I ate gumdrops. We played. We grew. We had every class in school together. She was my world, my best friend, my confidence, my safety blanket. Mm -hmm. Then in the fall, just before fourth grade started, I got the news that shattered my world. Three, two, one. Oh, Tina. Yes, you have to write this. What beautiful prose. We were talking about beautiful prose before we went live. What beautiful prose. Dang. Like, yes, this is it. This is, this is you. Yes. I cannot even give enough, like, positives. I love this. I love that, like, it feels like it's fiction, but I know that it's not. And it's just going to read so well. And, like, you have a great story to tell. So, yeah. Well done, Tina. Thanks. And just for... um. So yeah, everyone's not super sad. Chrissy and I are still friends. She lives Aww. down near Selfridge Air Force Base. Um, we met in Alaska, but her husband works for the Air Force. So as a civilian. So uh-huh. they're like an hour away and we like have lunch sometimes. And she's the one that reminded me that they were actually spicy gum gumdrops. I knew they were gumdrops, but. Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. Talk about that day when like her shock of orange hair. was my first impression of my new neighborhood that's awesome yeah how well done tina really well done yeah i love that i love like the 
the all right. So you you caught you got me from the very beginning because your description of the mountains, I could totally see it. And then how even the um the the houses look muted. Like I could, I was there. I could see it because like even like this is in Alaska, but even Michigan, even in the winter time, everything just feels kind of like that. Like so, muted. what you were yeah. When you said I never thought about, it, but when you said that, I'm like yeah, I got it. I understood it. So like it made total sense. And then the shock of red orange, like, yeah, it was so good. I loved it. Yeah. And you know, the scientifically when the snow, when there's snow, it actually mutes sound too. And it makes the world feel quieter, quieter. Yeah. I love what you said as if the snow was going to scream the, you know, that was so well done. Everything was so great. Piper agree. She says, Oh, it is gray outside my window. And it went right along with your story, making me very chilly. LOL. I'm so glad you're still friends. Catherine says, what a great intro to a friendship. Agreed. Jen, Jess says, like a well-done steak. Tina, yummy with all the descriptions. I was transformed. Yes. Agreed. Thanks, so, guys. Well done. All right. So I'm back in the Widows of the West. I, I knew that as soon as we were doing the outline and I saw this, I'm like, I knew what scene I was going to write. However, like I mentioned earlier, I'm having problems with my mouse and my keyboard. Like, I don't know what's going on. It was really hard to write today. So I didn't get a whole lot in. So come in. Kate had hesitated for a moment. He'd never been inside the widow's home and he wasn't certain he would be welcome. Despite the cheery response his knock had just received. He wasn't certain who Mrs. McGuire thought was at her front door, but he was certain it wasn't him. Apprehensively, Kate pushed the old door open and stepped inside. The widow McGuire wiped her hands dry on her apron and turned from dirty dishes. Her eyes fell to him. They grew wide and something passed them that to Cade looked an awful lot like fear. What are you doing here, McNeil? Her eyes darted back and forth looking for something. Cade followed her gaze trying to figure out what it was. They both saw it at the same time. Her shotgun. Fortunately for Cade, he was closer to it. He casually stepped between the weapon and the woman. He didn't want to escalate her fear, but neither did he want a repeat of their meeting yesterday. I came, I came to make myself available to you, ma'am. I told you I don't need you or any other man, she said, with what Kate assumed was her attempt at confidence. But her hands fluttered to her hair nervously, smoothing out hair that wasn't out of place. When she did so, Kate noticed angry purple marks up and down the inside of her forearms. Ma'am, he said, what happened to your arms? She quickly rolled the sleeves of her blouse down. Ain't none of your concern. She was right, of course, but Cade couldn't dismiss the sound of his mother's voice inside his head saying something once. The external scars tell only part of the story. If that were true, Cade wondered what the rest of the widow's story was. Three, two, one. Oh. That's so good. Thanks. And I just can't wait to like have him put the pieces together and, you know, like just good stuff. Like that whole, I guess, I guess uh, having come from an abusive relationship from my first marriage, Mm -hmm. like to have somebody recognize not just the external stars, scars heal Mm -hmm. and they're gone. But the, the inside stuff takes years my husband still talks about it he still talks about the fact that i had this attitude that no man was going to control me ever Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. and it was an issue Mm -hmm. when we first got married and it sometimes rears its head Mm -hmm. like he will say to me don't forget blah 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 and i will get an attitude Mm -hmm. 
like, don't tell me what to do. The mm-hmm. attitude um, yeah. without realizing it. And he'll say, you know, he'll say something and then I'll be like, Oh, sorry. But um, yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. just, I love those kind of stories where you pull out that, the internal stuff that's hidden um, like, and then you learn it as it goes along. That's just great. Right. And I knew I didn't, I know that I need to write a scene where they discuss it, but like, I didn't feel like you can just draw, like I needed to like, there needs to be hints at it. There needed to be some sort of like, you know, where he can see something like there's gotta be like things that he notices before, you know, the actual thing comes like out. Like he could so. hear rumors in town or something. And then. Right. There's like, lots yeah. Of, yeah, lots of ways you can handle it, but Yeah. So. My mind is reeling with ideas, so I'll be quiet now. <laughs> I already know what I, I just got to spend the time doing it. I already know yeah. Yeah, how I'm going to write this part. But and then the part where apprehensively Cade pushed the door open and stepped inside. And then I, I just went back in just now and in all caps, I wrote insert description of inside of house. So one of the things that I want to point out is that like the, the it's falling apart. The outside, it's an old kind of a shack kind of a thing. But inside she has like, it's very clean and she has like sewn curtain. Like she's made the best of it. Like she's whitewashed inside. And like, so, and I'm going to use that as a metaphor for different things too. Like I, so I know I, so right. like whitewashed so, tomb kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. And so I didn't have time to like, I didn't even think about it until I was reading it to y'all right now. And then I'm, I'm like, that's where I need to put that part. Like I need to put something in there just so that we start to see, it is going to show more about her than just about the house. And so I'm really, right. so I'm actually happy about what I wrote today. Cause it's going to be able to expand into more. There's lots sure. of places I will expand more on this, I, but it's a sprint and that's, it did what it was supposed to. Right. So, yeah. And yeah. get those juices going so you can get this book done. Right. Yes. Um, Piper says, I can't, I can't get my mouse to work. Um, I love the bit about her eyes looking here and there and both of them find the gun at the same time. So good, Jen. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Jess thought it was good as well. Thanks, Jess. Um, Catherine says, such good tension between them. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I love this story. I just need to, like, get my life in order, which I did a little bit this yeah. week. I, I don't know if you guys can see behind me here all the mess in my, my office is stuffed again because we're, again, gutting a different part of the basement and trying to finish drywall. And so we're getting there. And, my life and is it's starting hard to, to write when when everything's in chaos like that. Like mm-hmm. I realized maybe part of my problem is um, my husband has been preaching from this room. Cause he, d- we have an online church. Mm-hmm. So um, I got all the sound equipment and lighting equipment and stuff like sitting and right in my view. Mm. And um, I have some other stuff that needs to be put away. And my office is not as like undistracting as it should be. I think. Mm. And I think yeah. I really need to spend some time like getting it so to where it's going to stay that way, mm-hmm. and it doesn't keep like reacquire like reacquiring these piles of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I completely get that. Yep. All right. Well, it's about time for us to wrap this up. But before we go, we want to do our what's next. Um, so, Tina, what's next for you? I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, um, today's my granddaughter's last day of school. Mm-hmm. I talked to her mom about having her for the summer. Um, I still haven't gotten an answer about how much they're willing to give her up for the summer. Mm. So I don't know really what my day-to-day is going to look like. Um, my daughter, we're not having girls night this weekend because my daughter's going to world quizzing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 
my husband has the man flu. So (laughs) (laughs) who knows? Who knows what's, I really need to buckle down and get this last 10,000 words written and start the editing process. Mm. I kind of started the editing process and left the 10,000 words and I might continue with that. Like I might just do all my self editing up to that last quarter, like the last third of the book, I guess it is Mm -hmm. not even the third. It's probably more like a 10th. I don't know. Mm. A seventh actually. (laughs) Um, And then see what happens when I get all that stuff fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm undecided. I can't decide. Yeah. I know you said that you wanted to have me take a look at it too, or have like, you know, so we need to figure that out too. Well, yeah. and you're so busy. And I think it's going to slow down a little bit here though. Now yeah, that, once like, school's done and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And so. right now my husband, um, he had this old car and he said, um, this, the body's going to fall apart before the engine does. And he was right. The frame cracked. um perfectly good engine but the frame cracked and so he's using my car and i don't have transportation like to go meet with anyone or anything so well that's the same thing with us too we're down to one vehicle too um and like i am loath to borrow money for cars so it's like i'm good we'll we'll save up and we'll (laughs) we'll figure this out but yeah All right. So for me, my what's next is i'm still uh trying to figure out uh book cover on this one Um, I have a little bit of a computer issue stuff too. So um, that's kind of slowing things up. But um, this week I'm gone this weekend. And so next week um, I'm hoping to not write, to be honest, I'm hoping to like really focus on cover and um, blurb and all that kind of stuff and, and cross the finish line with this book. So yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I want to be able to like get it done and then like schedule it. So like schedule the launch, not like have to like hurry up and get it and then launch it right away. Like I want to actually schedule right. it. So, so what a difference from like all the other books I've done. <laughs> you grow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't do good with that looming deadline stuff. All right. Oh yeah. Same here. So All right. Well, I guess that about does it for today. If you are not a member of our Facebook group, please go on over there and share with us what your what's next is. But until next week, may your pen be prolific. May your deadlines be met. And may all of your words honor Christ. Bye now. Bye.